0: Hello everybody, this is Kenny from Imperial Remnants of Trench Run Formerly a Star Wars podcast Uh, I'm here today just to uh, let everybody know We're going to start uploading the original Trench Run episodes On the weeks that we don't do a full podcast So we're going to get started with our very first that we did The date was December 19th, 2017 This was right after Star Wars The Last Jedi had aired or had uh, come out in theaters. It's funny because everyone liked it at the time. This is the next day after watching Star Wars The Last Jedi. And then obviously over time uh, some people began to dislike it and then list it as you know one of the least favorite films uh, in the Star Wars world. So um, it's kind of funny how time changes and opinions on things. Uh, so you kind of You'll see our thoughts on it when it first came out. So, uh, also, we had no idea what we were doing, and we still don't. So, uh, not a lot changed in seven years, but, uh, well, six and a half years. But still, uh, we have fun doing it. And I know nobody really listens, but here is our first episode of Trench Run, a Star Wars podcast from December of 2017. Stand by alert. Death Star approaching.
1: Evacuate? In our moment of triumph, I think you
0: overestimate their chances. Pick one up, watch it. I can't see it. The force is strong. Lock your ass in attack position. Great job, kid. That was one in a million.
1: Force will be with you. Strap yourselves in lock your ass foils in attack position. We're going in, and we're going in full throttle. It's Trench Run. My name is Nick Lopola. I'm also here with Brian. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And I'm also here with uh, Kenny. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. How are you doing, guys? I'm good.
1: Doing Excellent. So, uh, how was your, uh, how's your guys' day going? How was your, uh, did you guys get any sleep after seeing Star Wars last night?
2: I did. I had to go home and, uh, get some sleep and then get up and go watch it again.
0: Well, I didn't go that far, but I watched it and I dreamt about it and then I woke up.
1: Yeah, you woke up, so I'm guessing you guys both enjoyed it then?
2: I, mean, I definitely enjoyed it. And and let me add, it's a good thing that you woke up. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: definitely a good know, thing that I woke up.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, because we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. I mean well you know it we, only took we us would, like an hour to we, figure we, out we, how to get this stupid thing to work, but uh
2: we would still be doing it. So, just not. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah, we
1: probably <laughs> would have been done by now, but uh so um just to let everyone know, you know, this is it's a podcast about Star Wars. It's about, you know, three guys, three friends hanging out, you know, a couple people who have no idea of or never really been into Star Wars. Some people have, some people middle of the road. So, you know, hopefully by the end of the podcast you know as we get a little further along maybe uh we'll teach you a little bit something and learn a little, a little bit of something about ourselves so pretty much today we're going to do uh, kind of introductions this is the first podcast first episode we'll kind of you know tell everybody about what's going on and whatnot and then uh we'll kind of just shoot into the last jedi since it pretty much premiered last night so as you guys are probably aware of you know especially you brian we've been pretty excited for Last Jedi for a long time. I know I have because... It's been... Ryan Johnson is the director of it. And I'm... What's that?
2: It's been two years. Two years we've been waiting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, I wasn't the hugest fan of uh Force Awakens, but, you know, like I said, with
2: Ryan Johnson no and
1: After Looper and everything, I couldn't be more excited for this movie, but...
2: I have no issues with The Force Awakens. None.
1: None? None whatsoever? Not even with it being, like, similar to A New Hope?
2: I... It's what it is. What it is like. They needed to do that to draw the fans back in, like uh, your casual fans, your people who hated the prequels. They needed to. They needed that similarity. So I, I have no issues with it. I got it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. Introduce characters, but uh like I said, we'll talk when we get in the last Jedi. I'll, I'll talk about how I feel that the. Uh... The four main characters, or the four main new characters, how how much the levels have been raised on their characters themselves, and, you know, their and, uh, and, and how I'm, they've been uh, utilized. So,
2: and I'm sure that we can get into uh, how how there's similarities to Empire Strikes Back in this movie and Return. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah there's whatever. definitely that.
1: So, so but uh, it is what we'll do it is. that a little bit later. Um, uh, Kenny, you're allowed to speak to whenever you feel like so.
0: Well, uh no, I, I agree. I enjoyed the last two. Uh I'm a little bit of a newer Star Wars fan. Uh I know we'll cover that a little bit later, but uh, you know, you guys definitely have more knowledge of the franchise than I do. Yeah,
1: we'll uh we'll basically put you as like Brian, the Philadelphia Phillies, I'm the Cleveland Indians and Kenny's like the
2: uh we just made a trade Miami today, Marlins, you know, the new guy. Just made a trade today, by the way.
0: Congratulations.
1: Did you now? Who'd you trade? Uh ooh. We traded
2: Cleveland and Philadelphia.
1: Oh yeah! Actually, I've been so busy today I didn't even realize it was a trade. I thought that was all done with.
2: Carlos Santana is a Philly now.
1: Oh yeah, Santana is a Philly. Are yes. you serious? Yes. Damn it! <laughs> we, just, we can't get, we can't, we can't help ourselves.
2: Okay, oh back, back to Star Wars. Right, we
1: get Star off Wars. topic. yeah So let's basically talk about you know how we got, into, how we individually got into Star Wars. Um, Brian as the I'm kind of the middle of the road fan. You're pretty much the Uber fan. Cause you read all the books, you watch all the TV shows, stuff like that. What is your first remembrance of uh, seeing Star Wars or reading Star Wars? Or how do you, how did you, how did you worm your way into it? like, what was the thing that set you on the path to, to loving this series? Like most people now do.
2: Okay. So for me, I, I mean, for a lot of people it's, Going to the theater in 1977 and seeing Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. However, for me, I was born in 1977, so I obviously did not see the movie in the theater when it came out. Um, for me... Uh, you
1: mean you mean your parents weren't like most parents today where they take their uh, crying baby <laughs> to the theater and ruins it for everyone?
2: No, no, not at all. Um I like as a as a kid I, I my parents did not take me to the theater much at all. Like the first movie I saw in the movie theater was E.T. in 1982. So
1: Oh man, I wasn't even I think I was just I was even born for that.
2: So yeah, so that E.T. was the first movie I saw in the theater. For Star Wars, I saw it somewhere between 82 and 83. 1982 it, it was when it was released on VHS. 1983 is when it was on HBO so I'm not sure somehow the way it happened for me was my mom I remember my mom coming in and like we we were one of the first like we had a VCR early like I don't know some somewhere between uh, 80 and uh, one
1: one of, those, one of those rich folks huh like in, uh, when he says in back to the future you know, oh nice man they have VCR, two televisions wow.
2: <laughs> I guess um, <laughs> so like 82 83 somewhere around there um, we had a VCR, and I remember my mom coming and saying, "Hey, I got this movie you might like it." So she popped it in the VCR, and I, I sat down and I watched it. So I don't know if she—I'm guessing—had to be HBO. So '83 mm-hmm. probably be because we didn't have two VCRs yet. Has
1: HBO been that around that long?
2: Yeah, yeah like check it Holy out. Holy like, this There's this uh, like. I don't know, HBO intros on YouTube from, like, 83. Uh, But anyway. Oh, I
1: miss those intros. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. So,
2: so yeah. So, the first time I saw it had to be, I'm guessing probably 83. So, I saw it, like, recorded off of, like, an HBO kind of thing. And then I I loved it. So, I watched it all the time. I didn't have the action figures. I didn't, like, like, if I would have had them, I would have played with them all the time. But, like, I didn't. So, for me, like, no toys, because by 83, I mean, Jedi had just come out, and um, I think by 85, the toys, like, pretty much were gone, so by the right. time I got into it, it, it was already, it like, Star Wars was already kind of a thing of the past, but I had a cousin who, basically grown up, for me, was, like, my best friend, uh-huh. and he had pretty much everything all the figures all the ships everything so if i went up to his place it was like uh, it was like heaven like it all like he had all the toys and everything so like i could kind of play with him there but uh, other than that i didn't have any myself um, and then again empire like that that didn't come out on video until like 84 85 something like that so i wouldn't have seen empire Back when you didn't yeah I wouldn't have I would seen say that. back
1: when videos were like 100 dollars a piece
2: yeah exactly and I think uh, I think Star Wars cost around like 80 bucks and <laughs> like yeah exactly um, so I remember I remember like seeing uh, seeing Empire Strikes back like watching that um, on VHS we rented it, watched it and then I mean I don't know how soon after that I saw Jedi. But uh, same thing, like that came out on video in '86, so like I didn't see Jedi till '86, and then I think like probably like summer of '87, like mm-hmm. uh, my sister and I would stay home by ourselves while my mom and dad went to work, and like during summer vacation, I think I watched Jedi like every every morning, woke up every morning, had a toaster strudel, and watched Return of the Jedi.
1: Wow. Man, you're such a nerd, man! Come on. <laughs>
2: Well, it was it's terrible. A, it was just like a ritual. I thought I was bad. <laughs> I, so I've probably seen Return of the Jedi more than any other Star Wars movie, and it's not even my favorite. But like, I don't know. I guess when I was a kid, it was.
1: Well, no, it's like, um, for instance, you know, back in what 2006, 2004, somewhere around there, when we first met, you guys got me into baseball, and I wasn't really following baseball, but you know, I followed the Indians a little bit, and all of a sudden, I got into the Indians. And it was the same thing with like Return of the Jedi. Some people started giving me stuff from Return of the Jedi, and I started really watching it and I really liked it, so it's so, uh
2: So y Yeah, like on the a lot of people like Empire,
1: but I really like Return of the Jedi just for maybe I'm have a soft spot for those stupid fucking Ewoks or something. I
2: was, I was just gonna say, yay or nay on the Ewoks.
0: Well actually, uh, Ewoks that's don't where bother I come me.
1: In. I watched that fucking Ewok movie like seven hundred times when I was a kid, so
0: that's where I come in, actually. That's where I first got my uh my first Star Wars experience was probably I don't know maybe 85 86 watching you know my, my dad was a big Star Wars fan so you know he would have it he would put it on and honestly it was the it was the Ewoks the thing that everybody hates is what drew me to it for the first time like oh wow look at these little tiny bears just doing tiny weird, bears <laughs> weird things on little in the forest you know I kind of relate to that growing up in the country and you know, I'd go out looking for Ewoks but um you know that was kind of my first Forte into the Star Wars universe, Um, I never really, you know, I didn't get into it at all, like Brian did. You know, it's kind of been a I'm a late bloomer when it comes to Star Wars. You know, I haven't seen, you know, most of the you know the TV shows or the animated things or the books or any of those things. I've seen the movies. I've seen so you're, the... You're mostly
1: the casual fan, right?
0: You're the, the one that... The casual fan, right. Yeah, exactly. That would be me. Uh, maybe seen a handful of them once, but you know the ones that I like, I've seen maybe three or four times. Um, so, I mean, I kind of get the references, but I think I could definitely bring a newer fan perspective to uh, mm. our podcast here.
1: So, when something like Last Jedi comes out, do you get really excited for it, or... You sit there and talk to Brian for an hour and you're like, Yeah, I'll go. I'll see I if it's excited. Any good. You're not anticipating like me, I spent the whole year like listening to certain podcasts on, you know, <sighs> delving in information which I shouldn't be delving into because it kinda of spoils the movie. Well, so. I didn't
0: I didn't listen to one single podcast, but I was I was excited just because, you know, a month ago or two months ago, whatever it was, Brian came to me and said, Hey, you wanna go on December fourteenth to this uh, you know, to the premiere? I'm like, Sure. I'm gonna see it anyway but, you know, I probably would have saw it next weekend, maybe. Uh, I mean, I definitely was seeing it Did you uh? Or two.
1: But, like, did you guys have good seats?
0: We had a whole row. It was nice. Um, you it,
1: had a whole row? Is it is it like the recliner seats uh, theater? Were,
0: yes, it was. Uh, we had the whole row uh, of assigned seats. One of our friends didn't show, so we kind of got to sp- spread out a little bit. Both of us and our significant others um, were there, and it was, you know, we had to like I said, pretty much the entire row, which was nice,
1: awesome, awesome yeah we uh we went to the theater last night and the movie decided it wasn't gonna start for like twenty minutes, and nobody could figure out what the problem was and my friend, who's like two rows two seats uh next to me or whatever, he goes up there and just presses play on them manually he's that's like there's a there's a booth projector manager up there, and everybody else is up there trying to figure this out, and he just goes up there and presses manual play on it and just starts the damn thing, but uh yeah, it's uh back to what we were talking about. I mean, um, did you, was there any characters, Brian, that you grew up with that you finally, like you look back on you like, that's a character that I will always hold, you know, dear in my heart and whatnot.
2: Well, I think as a kid, like Han Solo was my favorite, but, uh, uh, as time went on, like, uh, for whatever reason, like, uh, around what, 2005, I was, uh, a big, General Grievous fan. I mean, he had, like, no, like, barely any screen time, didn't really accomplish a whole lot, but, like, I just, I thought General Grievous was cool. I guess kind of like the, uh, the Boba Fett fans, even though.
1: Right. Well, he got his due in, uh, what, Clone Wars, the TV series?
2: Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of time in Clone Wars. Um, but speaking uh, of Clone Wars, like, Captain Rex, Clone Wars, love him. So, that's probably, probably my top three.
1: What, uh, Rex, uh, Grievous, and, uh, Han Solo?
0: yeah
1: now, what about you Kenny do you have any favorite characters do you like like uh Need Gnome or something like that Or
0: I mean that's over my head right there but um really you know like I said I, I got and I can only say this as a kid you know there was the Ewoks that brought me into it but you know now as an adult really I don't I don't really have a favorite I don't have you know many favorites of many things but um, you know I, I really don't have a favorite I enjoy everything that I watch on the screen but I don't really pick favorites
1: I, do you, I, do you like the Ewoks? Because was... you're about as tall as the Ewoks. I,
0: I love it. Yes, give me a little tiny bears. <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> like, I guess I guess Brian, the people don't know, but uh, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with what you read. Like, how much how much have you read in your lifetime? Like, how many like books, comics, you know, all that all that jazz. I mean, wow. have you like what is your overall knowledge of this series? Cause I've read a few books, but I
2: know you're way above me. So, I mean, like from *Heir to the Empire* in '91 until I don't know, probably like 2000, maybe like around the, maybe around the time *Phantom Menace* came out. I I mm. definitely read every comic, every book. I mean, obviously that's 20 years ago now. So, I mean, I there's a lot of stuff I don't remember. I mean, I get it. Like I, a lot of the legend stuff, I remember it. And then, well, like, does
1: that does that bother you at all that the uh, legends or that all the stuff you read from what ninety one when Air of the Empire came out to two thousand twelve? I mean, there was very a lot. There was a lot of books that weren't great, but a lot of them were really good, like the Han Solo trilogy. Does it bother you still that they got rid of? They just turned it into basically a legends, you know, alternate universe type of scenario.
2: No, I mean, like some of it, like the Thrawn trilogy. I thought I loved the Thrawn trilogy, just like everybody else out there. Uh, you know, except for Kenny, who has no idea what I'm yeah, talking, I about, what right. talking about. don't know what you're talking about. But uh, that's
1: why I mean, we need you, Kenny, so you can <laughs> react.
2: He's the voice of the common man. But <laughs> like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, if I have my choice between new movies. Or books that I've read twenty years ago. I'm gonna take new movies. So if they need to, uh-huh. I mean, you're talking like twenty five years of of books and history and all of that stuff. And I mean, it's spanned from basically the end. five what Truce of Ikoro was the first one, which took place months after, like. And I'm, I'm basing this off memory. It could have taken place two days after the Battle of Endor. But, I mean, it takes place almost right after the Battle of Endor. And and then you're going like 30, 40, 50 years into the future. So your whole that whole time span is taken up by books that were written over this 25-year span. I mean, there's no way that you can you can do a sequel trilogy without stepping on what's already done. So I have no issue with it. Like,
1: I mean, yeah, it's good. I mean, you make good points. It just, it's aggravating when you spend, you know, I think I've re- I think over a course of like five years, I read everything from Tales from Most Eisley to uh, the Han Solo trilogy, which is one of my favorite series of all time to the Air of the Empire series, uh, Battle Commando, or Republic Commando, sorry. And I don't know. It just, it feels like sometimes like you spend all this time and effort. Yeah. It's cool to have the new trilogy, but it just like, sometimes it feels like, I don't know. It bothers me a little bit, but like I said, you know, with the way that the new trilogy, like there's some books they're putting out now. They're actually, I've heard pretty good things about. I and mean, unfortunately I haven't read much of anything, but I don't know. It just, it seems like the, I mean, they claim they're not going to use any of it, but you've seen pieces here and there of, the series and of different books being used in the you know the new books and stuff like that so maybe it's just me I don't know
2: yeah I mean they've they've brought Thrawn back with Rebels and some you know novels in the new canon and and I've I have pretty much I like comic books not so much anymore but the uh, the novels themselves I've I've stayed on top of the novels although at this point in my life I don't really have time i don't have a lot of time to sit down and like just read a book but i have a lot of commute time on my way to work so i'm well yeah you the got audiobooks. them
1: books, man that's yeah, the best way to do it now
2: yeah but i i just feel like i'm cheating
1: you feel like you're cheating <laughs> I in feel what
2: like way because like, i'm not it actually either. reading are you, are, are you I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just listening do you, to you go to your wife
1: do you, do you go to your wife and go Oh man, oh man. I, I I just had a bad day because I just I, I feel like I'm cheating on Star Wars and she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, I'm not. And you're I'm like not, And I'm you're not, like uh I just I listen to the audiobooks. I just don't read anymore. And She's like, "Well, did you learn the story?" I'm like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, then what's the problem?" I'm not what's the cheating
2: problem? on Star Wars. Go back to go back to go back to your reading
1: non-existence of Star Wars or something, you know.
2: Anyhow. So, like I'm I'm pretty much caught up on the new canon novels, but I haven't actually read any of them, and I'm making finger quotes right now.
0: He like is I can't see that he definitely is.
1: <laughs> what, what's your favorite book in the new series? By the way, I would go with probably Dark
2: Disciple. Disciple was that... is that that the one with Vader and the Palpatine? No, no, that is the one with Asajj Ventress.
1: Oh, okay. Is, is that Asajj? Does that just have Kanan in it, does it?
2: It doesn't have Kanan, but that was a good one.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm getting my books mixed up, apparently. Like I said, I haven't read any of the new books. I was so. going to say,
2: because I'm the only one that's read it. Well, not read, but I'm the only one who's listened to any of them. So, no, I but mean, uh, uh, Dark Disciple was Asajj Ventress and uh, someone else. And I'm drawing a blank.
1: Yeah, you sound like me trying to remember stuff.
2: I'm like I'm, googling frantically here.
1: So Kenny, uh, have you read any of the books, movies, or not? You've seen the movies, but have you read any of the books at all? I have not. Are you a book reading guy?
0: Well, the only book Star Wars was that I've ever read or been or seen is the one that Brian gave me recently. It was kind of a, just a like catch-up like picture book that teaches you about all the characters uh, in the Star Wars universe. I've skimmed through that. So if that's reading, then yes, I have read.
1: I guess the picture book's just good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's, well, I don't have a lot of time either, so. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know not a time it seems like anymore. Okay. So, so what were you saying, Brian?
2: Dark Disciple. After my frantic Googling, I now have refreshed my memory. Um, Quinlan <laughs> okay. Boss and... Uh, Assage Ventress so Quinlan Vos kind of goes undercover and like meets up with of Ventress and it's basically like a whole like it was it was going to be um Clone Wars episodes but Clone Wars got cancelled so it just ended up in a novel but anyway so That's like a... as a Clone Wars fan it was a good book so that was my favorite of the canon books so far
0: Nick what about you what was your favorite character
2: was my favorite
1: character
0: mm-hmm.
1: god uh Yoda why is that Yoda 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 and uh Yoda why no why I don't know. he's because he's uh sarcastic and he's powerful and he knows everything it seems like and he kicks a major ass in the uh, prequels like he's about the only thing good with the attack of the clones movie oh, I feel so
0: okay.
1: <laughs> killing me we'll get to that point get some
0: We'll get to that at some point in the future episodes.
1: What, my my love for Yoda? Well, no. And
0: you're uh, you're, you're disdain for the prequels. <laughs> I,
1: I don't... Okay, let's put it this way. I don't have disdain for him. I have issues with him. Um, I don't hate him as much as I used to because I really like Revenge of the Sith, even though some of my friends, not you guys, some of my friends question my ability of liking Star Wars because I like Revenge of the Sith. Um, there are some decent parts in Attack of the Clones, but I always felt that Phantom Menace was leading you by the hand too much, and you know Jar Jar and his stupid talking sometimes yeah, really I'm annoyed me in that Jar. movie. But the the you know the duel, the lightsaber fight at the end was awesome. So, but I,
2: uh yeah, I, uh, that's for another episode. I probably, uh, yeah, just a big. Yeah. Uh, I have no. I mean, I won't say I have no issues with the prequels, but I love the prequels. I will say that I love the prequels, but I mean, obviously, I I know there's some issues with them, but...
1: No, I mean, there's issues with every all the Star Wars movies in some respects, so...
2: Yeah, exactly, but I think the problem with people is...
1: (laughs) What are you doing over there? (laughs) Are you eating pretzels again, Kenny?
2: The problem is that everyone is set in their nostalgia for 1977, A New Hope, Star Wars... And they can't look past, you know, and see that there's a difference. And I think that is why everyone hates the prequels. And that's why, you know, some fans don't like the new movies.
1: Yeah, that's true. People, yeah. Well, that Actually, Twitter and Reddit will have to get into another episode because that's a whole different ball of wax on the Star Wars fandom. So, I mean, was there, is there anything else, you know, as introducing yourself enjoy about Star Wars that just you take away, you know, what what's the one thing that you can always feel when you watch a Star Wars movie,
2: I guess? I don't know if that's a good way of putting it. I guess, for me, I just, like, I can watch a Star Wars movie, like, if I have a rough day at work or whatever, I can come home and pop in a, not even pop in anymore, like, it's just on my Apple TV, I just find it and watch it. But, like, just put on a Star Wars movie and, like, Kind of, I just pick a movie based on whatever kind of mood I'm in that day, and, like, I'm good, you know? Like, uh, I watch that, and uh, I'm good.
0: Well, I struggle to watch things more than once, you know? I mean, I, I've seen, you know, The Force Awakens probably three or four times. And I'll see, you know, The Last Jedi more, you know, I'll see it a few more times. Like I said, more than once or two or three times. So, Nick, what about you? What's your story?
1: What's my story? Well, I was born a small black child in Alabama. Oh, no, no. I was, uh, what? The oh, that wasn't what we were talking about, was it?
0: You're no. Steve Martin.
1: Oh, I am Steve Martin. Just less funny. No, <laughs> Me, uh, funny. my story of Star Wars, I didn't really follow Star Wars until probably 97 when the uh, special editions came out. My grandmother, as you guys are all sickly aware, tired of hearing about uh, worked in the film industry. So she got us free passes to see the movies early. I saw him in the theater for the first time. So that's pretty much when I got, you know, the love for star Wars. I didn't really honestly start reading the books till God, how long ago was it? You know, 10 years ago when I started reading like the Han Solo trilogy and, uh,
2: which Han Solo trilogy was it, Nick?
1: The Han Solo. It was the, uh, one where he, uh, you learned about him as a child, you know, growing up and, uh,
2: Okay, you know, so, a so, part, so so not the, the original Han Solo trilogy.
1: No, 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 no. I I, I keep forgetting there's two trilogies. This, no, this is the one that,
2: is that what the uh, new they
1: came out be with. About?
2: No, What's I'm that? sure it'll be completely different from both. Yeah, <laughs> because no, no. they're both not canon anymore. So the new yeah, one which solo sucks because that Han Solo trilogy
1: is one of the most intense books I've ever read. It was so good. But, uh, I mean... <sighs> You know, like I said, I watch the movies religiously. I uh, remember one time I was watching the movie and uh, I had surround speakers in my uh, in my bedroom of my house. And uh, my mom came up after she got off work and she said, can you explain to me why I'm getting calls from neighbors about you, uh, Blair, in the uh, movie? I'm like, I don't know, Star Wars, you know, they were in the middle of the trench run. It's loud. Yeah, like, well, don't do that it, You got to have it
2: loud. Like, you got to have it loud.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> watching Star Wars for Christ's sakes, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I said, with most things in my life, you know, meeting, of course, you guys, you know, especially Carpenter with, uh, you know, we start talking security about, you know, Star Wars and stuff like that. You recommended books to me and whatnot. And uh, that, that's pretty much like everything started, you know, with Star Wars. Like I said, it's, it didn't go back to like 83, even though I'm sure my parents took me to see Star Wars when I was – a year old, you know, something they would do. So,
2: but not Ghostbusters. Uh, what's that? But not Ghostbusters.
1: Oh, shut up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't you? At some, some point, bitch.
2: it had to come up. It's a story for another day.
1: Yes. So, but, uh, you know, I started like really getting it. Once I started reading the books, and the you know, especially the, the prequels when they started, you know, being developed, I think it was 97 when they first started getting going and stuff like that, I got really excited and I got to see Phantom Menace early and stuff like that. And, you know, actually when I would see attack of the clones, I got to see it in the first digital theater that they ever put out. So, which was really cool. I mean, yeah, like I said, my story is not anywhere near exciting as yours is Carpenter where I had no, I didn't have any friends that had the star Wars toys or, anybody you know that i knew especially growing up that you know if i had somebody like for instance like you or somebody you know out there who does other podcasts that read star wars if i had grown up with people like that i think i would have been more into star wars when i was a kid but you know with me being like a huge movie fan i've more always more gravitated towards the movies anyways so like i said you know i like revenge of the sith attack of the clones it's a different story but that's where that's where i pretty much stand you know i I did collect some of the toys when the phantom menace came out um I've been to like several. I've been, to, you know, Star Wars Celebration. You know, I'm sure, you know, I know you, Carpenter, have been to one or two of them. I think
2: one, one this okay.
0: year, and <laughs> this year was the first. That's something that you know, you know, I'm sure we'll get into this further right down the line. But you know, after hearing Brian's story, and you know, I know you went to the Star Wars Celebration too. Yeah, you know, that's something I could definitely go to next year.
1: Yeah, just don't do what I did, where you waited 17 hours for the 40th anniversary I'm panel. Not doing that. And uh, you felt like your life was gonna die because you're sitting on a concrete floor for 14 hours. Nothing. I mean, it was crazy. worth it because you know uh, John Williams was there, Harrison Ford, oh, Mark cool. Hamill. You know, all the all the celebrities were there, and uh, it was worth it. But man, my back was killing me. It was for me. And then they tried to get me. They tried to get me to wait for uh, the the uh, Last Jedi panel. I'm like, you guys are you guys are crazy.
2: For me, rather... I sp- I spent most of my time at celebrations standing in line for uh, autographs and like, uh, yeah. thank, God thank God for my wife. Thank oh. God for my
0: wife. She was
2: like, uh, spent a lot of time in lines for me. Just and like, she couldn't couldn't have cared less. But, just standing
0: you know, there on her phone. She was just <laughs> watching watching
2: a Hulu, <laughs> and, like, just waiting. In the line. I remember,
1: I'm like, I'm try- I'm like walking in. I'm like passing John Boyega and stuff like that. and I'm like. I text you on the phone, I'm like, where are you? And he's like, I'm in line. An hour later, you know, because I watched some of the live Star Wars stuff through StarWars.com. And I'm like, texting you again, I'm like, where are you? And you're like, I'm in the same fucking line. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? What line is this? And I think it was like for Billy Dee Williams or something like that. Or that was a long one. I'm like, good God, man. What? Is- and then I-, I know autographs are important, but like, man, that's as bad as me waiting in line for the 40th anniversary panel.
2: And then. There was the Timothy Zahn. Like I was waiting to get Thrawn, the book, autographed by Timothy oh, Zahn. Yeah. And like I got up, I was like the the next person in line to get an autograph. And and they were like trying to cut the line off. Like, okay, this is this is the last person. It was kinda of like Kenny's like <laughs> like we went to a Phillies game in Clearwater and Jimmy Rollins was signing autographs and Kenny was like the last person I was the alive. last one and he's like, you couldn't sign one more autograph? Like, and hard? he just walked or... off. Like, Kenny was yeah. the one person who didn't get a Jimmy a Rollins dick. autograph. But, but luckily, that. Timothy Zahn signed that last autograph so I have my Thrawn book signed.
1: Yeah, but I know you're pretty devastated. Were you able to get the special edition of that book?
2: No, I wasn't. Like, it was gone.
1: Oh, so I had to... that was the worst that, that's the worst part about the Star Wars celebration thing is I wanted to get some of the pop figures that they had there but you had to like be in a lottery to get them and like then I ran over to the store and the line was like 4 hours long and yeah. uh, it's, it's always a mess when they when the they, they never never go well so it's No, I agree. And they didn't run it.
2: like the Hasbro booth had a a 6 inch it was a black series uh 40th anniversary, they did like the, it was like the, on the, the six inch Hasbro Black Series on a vintage card. X Wing Luke was the the Hasbro exclusive. And at the time, I was like, not a, I was, I had kind of not started the figure collecting. I was doing pops, I was doing Lego, really Uh. nothing else. So I didn't even, I didn't even try to get one. But like looking back on it, the thing is worth like, it's it's probably selling on eBay now for like two hundred and fifty bucks, and it was like twenty bucks at the crap. time. And it's yeah, the only, uh, it's the only fortieth anniversary, um, Black Series figure I didn't get. Like I got the R five D four from GameStop, and then I got the other ones, but uh, yeah, I never got the X wing Luke.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy because uh, I remember was it Celebration two? They had they had that George Lucas uh, uh, action figure. I was able to get one, but they were, like, on eBay for, like, $300 a piece, and people were paying. And I'm, like this. Is and I, I still have it. I'm like, this is, like, one of the worst action figures I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, you know, but, uh, like, I'd
2: kill to get it at this point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I might just give it to you because I don't want it in my apartment anymore. Don't I'm tired of looking at George Lucas as an the only bad thing is the card on the back of it is starting to bend, so. Uh, uh, I don't if, know. If
2: you give it to me, but, uh, I'm sure I would take it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sure you would. I might just give you a. Uh, you
2: want a Homer Simpson pop figure? Uh, the, that's that's right up there too. Like, what do you want to give it away for? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I have I have like pop,
1: I have like no space for anything in my apartment anymore.
2: Well, I'm right I mean, there. I might with just get you. rid of my
1: cats because I have no
0: space.
2: I just gave Kenny three Black Series figures today because I've got extras and I don't have a place for. I have yeah, a he,
0: storage he, unit. He, I'm started with my. Pop you have collection a storage unit. I have a storage
2: <laughs> unit, and like. Uh, my spare bedroom is packed with crap. Like I, I,
0: I started my pop collection because he had an extra, and so I got it. So that kind of got me started. So with one, and now I have you know I'm up to like 14. But, oh you know. yeah. So yeah, today, I, uh...
2: today he came over. I gave him three Black Series figures and a Shinsuke Nakamura
0: pop. <laughs> Shinsuke, and it yeah, will be man. displayed like... prominently on my shelf.
1: They uh. I saw some Home Alone pop figures when I was at Target today. I'm I like, love
2: those. Oh that's awesome. Eh. It just—I've gotten to the point of like when I first started with the pops, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I gotta get that. I gotta get." That. So I was buying DC. I was buying like TV shows I liked, like all this stuff. Now I have like two boxes of pops in my storage unit that like, <laughs> I don't know why I have these. Anyway, uh, the
1: so anyway, <laughs> what's what's uh. Let's kind of wrap this up because we're actually like forty minutes into this already. So and we haven't
2: even gotten to the uh, last. Yeah, Jedi. we haven't
1: got to. I mean, we had this whole schedule planned out for what this whole podcast, about. it's like as things do, things change, and we ramble on about stupid shit. But so anyways, let's kind of uh, move on to uh, Last Jedi. Uh, we'll talk a few minutes. You know, we won't spoil anything at the
2: moment. Why? We'll
0: Why? Talk yeah, a few we're minutes spoiling about things.
2: Our- Why are we not spoiling?
0: At the time that everybody's listening to this, if they haven't seen it, that's on them.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, Kenny. No, uh, <laughs> I, I agree.
2: So, Isn't that uh, what we are going to yeah, talk so about?
1: Anyways. All right, so we'll go into our initial thoughts of what we thought of the movie, and then we'll talk about spoilers later on. We'll we'll let you know when we're getting into spoilers. But uh, so uh, so let's get to into the spoilers. It, like, uh, stop. Last Jedi. Yeah. What's that?
0: If you don't want to listen to spoilers, stop now.
2: <laughs> yeah, because All right, so we'll just I, talk I about the movie. I can't guarantee <laughs> I won't let anything slip at
1: this point. I think I think if you're listening to this podcast and you want to listen about Last Jedi, I think you should see the movie first then. All
0: right. yeah, I'm pretty sure you. if anybody's listening, they've already seen it.
1: So let's we'll talk about it. Last Jedi. What did you guys think of it? I, I'll give my initial thoughts in a second, but like, what did you guys think overall?
2: I liked it.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed it. And there was a lot going on. Uh, I've seen some negative reviews, but I've also seen some really, really positive reviews, and I don't... I, uh, I disagree with the negative ones. It was great. All the way through,
2: I've got a couple nitpicks with it, but for the most part, I I don't. I don't understand how anyone can not like it.
1: What about you? No, I. I'll be honest with you. I think it's the best Star Wars movie ever made. That's my personal opinion. It's probably not going to be a popular opinion, but as Uh, a person who take
0: that's a strong take.
1: Here, here's my honest opinion. For a movie that plays off of the Force. Space battles, treachery, everything what a Star Wars movie should be. I think this does it better than any Star Wars movie has ever done. Is Empire Strikes Back a great movie? Absolutely. But this movie takes Star Wars to a point where it's so complex, it moves the story so far ahead, it uses characters in such insane, awesome ways that I never felt that even Empire Strikes Back. That I mean, it's just it was it was mind-boggling. I mean, there's scenes in this movie that rival any other space sci-fi movie i've ever seen in my entire life um like i said there's some like, i like empire strikes back but i can't i can't deny what ryan johnson has done with this movie um is there some nitpicks i have with it of course but i have nitpicks with every movie as you guys are aware when it comes to the movie reviewing so
2: <laughs> so what's so what's your uh, biggest nitpick with the movie
1: uh my biggest nitpick and you guys will probably guess this there's some editing choices with the wipes especially really? in the beginning uh, like, where I kind I, of feel like it, it's kind of like jumping too quickly. Like, it's it just, it's really, it's really weird. That's, that's
0: so, not a, so Nick. It's not a story or plot. <laughs> but so, I it's said, a, it's
1: like, it's a nitpick. It's not, no, I get it. It's just, it's just small it's, things that, totally that don't detract from a movie, but could feel like they could be done a little bit better.
0: me at all. What you, <laughs> that's <laughs> what
1: I said. You, this is the most <laughs> Nick thing you've ever heard. so like, as a movie fan, that's what I do. So,
2: When you, when you talk to Kenny and I, like, dude, it's going to be totally different. Like, I'll tell you my biggest nitpick right now while I got the microphone and everybody's listening to me is Flying Leia.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean the Superman <laughs> Flying Leia? No. Not that even. Was?
2: Not even. Uh, She's why does like that bother you? She's like an action figure just floating through space. <laughs> There's like no movement. Like, I don't know. I yeah, but space was, there really isn't it was movement. Very gardens in the galaxy.
0: There... Like Star Lord did the same damn thing. I I <laughs> like, just come on.
2: like I I don't know. I get I get that she was using the force and she drew herself in, but it was like that pose. It was like she was just immobile. Like there was no movement whatsoever. And I've seen the movie twice now, and both uh-huh. times I've like. It's like there's a statue just floating through space.
1: I don't know. I mean, it didn't really bother me. I don't know. I, I didn't have a problem with it because I felt like she was using the Force in the way that... Because the, the whole movie talks about how the Force is wrapped around us and how it's used to push us forward. I mean, like, for instance, when Snoke is pushing Rey forward, I mean, she's not moving. You know, she's being pushed towards Snoke itself. And, but... I mean, there's I, a
2: reason for that. Snoke is holding her in that position. There's
1: yeah, but there's no
2: one smart. holding Leia <SSSSSSSSSSSR> in in that position.
1: I don't know. Like I said, it didn't. I guess it didn't really bother me as much because it was.
2: It seems like it's very minor. It's a very minor nitpick. Like it doesn't. No, no, I'm not. I'm like I'm sorry, my I'm sure. if that
1: bothers you, that's fine. I just I didn't feel like it bothered me. I know there were some people in the theater snickering at that part, and it's understandable because. A lot of people they were like, "All oh, that looks like Superman and stuff like that," but
2: but not even. It's like it's like a I don't know, like the Statue of Liberty, just <laughs> floating through space. It's <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, but it's so minor. It's like the it's no. like the like my favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of a toss up. Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, but. We'll, we'll go. We'll go with with Revenge of the Sith at this point, point. and there is uh, You know, obviously the scene at the end, the Darth Vader, no, like that's my nitpick from Revenge of the Sith. Like, oh. come on. Do you have
1: nitpicks for like every movie? Yeah, there that sure. one. Like, I'm, I'm sure, sure you have nitpicks Empire from Empire Strikes too,
2: right? Empire Strikes Back. It's the, um, it's metal. <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 probe droid on the Hoth base I, I don't know just that line it's metal I don't...
1: I'm actually I'll be honest with you I'm actually surprised that the Snoke uh, not getting revealed or what he is or who he is didn't bother you at all then, because, I was like I was talking to some friends last I... night and they were like that was the biggest problem in the movie like who the hell is Snoke I'm like He's I, just a maybe he's just a fanatic, you know, a guy, like the whole Ray thing. Why does it have to be somebody? It's but
2: been my whole argument for two years. Snoke is Snoke. Like he doesn't need to yeah. be somebody. And it's my it's my same argument with Ray doesn't need to be anybody. Like the galaxy is like infinite. It doesn't need to have it doesn't need to be so small that she needs to be related to a solo yeah, right. or a skywalker or an obi-wan kenobi. I'm I was glad like to hear she's nobody. Me too, but do you think that's true? What's I don't that?
1: Know. That she's not related to anybody? Yes. I don't know.
2: We'll see what JJ J. Abrams does with it, but like I'm okay with that she's nobody. I'm okay with that. And I think that's the disappointment of a lot of fans out there is that like all the speculation for two years has like culminated
0: in the fact that she's nobody. That's awesome. I I agree. So, I mean, mean, what's that? Like he was kind of saying some, some of the issues with, you know, people that are upset about this reveal, you know, kind of goes into, you know, people have been sitting around, you know, I, I use a wrestling term, fantasy booking, you know, are coming up with, Ideas of how they would like things to be, and then okay, so they don't turn out to be what you thought they would be, and now you're not happy. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what we're dealing with here. So it's not what you thought it was going to be. Big deal. I like that's the, the that's reveal. The, I hope it. I would say that's I the thing, thing that always like bothered this.
1: me with uh, fanboys and stuff like that is they can't get past their own fucking wall of fog to realize that maybe it doesn't go the way they want it, and. That's why they get all cry baby years years and stuff like that. You know, it happened during like be. BVS and it ha- or Batman or Superman. It's like people don't want to look past. Maybe it wasn't what they expected, and you know, different. But, they want to have again, if I the spent same.
0: Two full years thinking in my mind of what. All right, this is what it is, and then you wait two years, and then it happens, and that's not what it is. Okay, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get upset, but don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, I think
2: people just read too much into stuff, like. Um, I, I think Ryan Johnson like looked at a lot of that stuff and kind of just threw it right out. Like, I mean, go back to the the very beginning of the movie and the lightsaber. You know, everybody waited for two years to find out what Luke was gonna do when Ray handed him the lightsaber, and what did he do? He just tossed it over his shoulder.
1: Oh, by the way, with that, I made it. I made I made a joke prediction like two years ago after I watched The Force Awakens. And when she's handing the lightsaber to uh, Luke, I'm like, you know what's gonna happen? And this is a complete joke. I said, Luke's gonna take the lightsaber and throw it into the ocean. What does he do? He takes the lightsaber and th- I mean, he tosses it behind him. But it's the same thing. I'm like, you know, Luke's basically like, oh, I don't want any of this kind of shit. I wanna, I, I don't want anything to do with this anymore.
2: And and I think that's that itself is pissing a lot of people up. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you've looked at the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, Nick, but I mean. It's got, like, a 93% score with the critics, but it's only at, like,
0: 57% with the
2: audience.
1: Oh, yeah, because it, cause it's not what they want. They want...
2: That's what I was Luke
1: saying. To... Was...
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's so I was going and... to say, people thought about for this for two years of what they wanted to be, and, and if it's not what they wanted to be, they're going to be mad. So you're in a pretty much lose-lose situation when you're coming to filmmaking here.
2: Yeah, I mean, Kenny, Kenny and I were reading through the reviews... And it was just comical, like what what people were upset about.
0: I mean, I have. A, oh yeah, you know, actually, there was there.
1: a there's a reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes that he has his own website or whatever, and there's a completely different movie that got a hundred percent, but he gave it a B minus. But he was so upset that it got a hundred percent that he took it down. He gave it a a rotten score just because he got butthurt over it, and it's like, you know, just people complain about stupid stuff like that, and. I don't know. It's just—it's very—it's very petty and child—childish just to be that angry over something so stupid. I guess
0: my hey. my—if um, uh, I could, my small nitpick, and it's nothing to change my review. I love the movie. I'm gonna see it again. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna see it a hundred times like Brian, but I'm gonna see it again. See it twice. <laughs> Ninety-eight more times, buddy. Uh, it's just. The, the rose and uh, the, the, the the little the rose fin kiss that they had it was just kind of awkward awkwardly placed maybe that was the point like we I don't need a love triangle going on here I feel like there's enough going on already to be dealing with stuff like that like it's wrong time wrong scenario we don't really need it
1: yeah I mean I I, I can kind of see that like the whole uh, Canto bite stuff was. I don't know what did you guys think about that because that, that's everything I've heard about it. That's been the biggest complaint: is it feels like it's off from the whole entire movie. But I mean, did you guys like that or
2: uh, they had red like, dirt the casino
1: plan? Uh, the oh, casino yeah, plan, yeah, I like that part.
2: Canto bite, like I mean, I, I like it. Like I don't, I don't really see the complaint of having it in there. But I mean, I understand the people that will want to complain about it. Like the whole rose fin canto bite to the star destroyer like it didn't really play into the plot at all it was kind of just an added thing so it wasn't i, I mean, mean it could have double been,
0: crossed so it, it, it,
2: it, but it, i mean the whole thing could have been cut out and nothing would have changed in the plot but like it added to it it, it added to the suspense. star wars mythos like yeah. whatever I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you give me a four-hour Star
0: Wars movie. Llama I'm not horses. What were those things? though? llama horse-looking things that were running around. Fathiers, uh, that yeah, they were running yeah, through years. the city, destroying <laughs> everything. <laughs> yes, Fathiers. <five> <laughs> those things <laughs> are they in a book somewhere? How do we know what those are? Uh, I just
1: they're probably in, they're probably in that Canto bite book, the one. Uh...
0: Dude, I was supposed to
2: get the. Visual Dictionary today from Amazon, but they took it to the apartment complex office, so I didn't get it. I So I don't even have it right now. I can't get it until tomorrow morning. Like, I'm pissed.
1: Well, I mean, as an Amazon employee, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. It's your fault. I know. I blame myself, but I don't blame myself. Because they
2: didn't knock on my door. I've been here all day.
1: Why don't you get one of those keyless entry things that they have now through Amazon where they can enter your apartment and just place a package inside?
2: Why is it? Okay? I, I don't know. But anyway, anyway, like (laughs) to move along. Um, What else? Last Jedi.
1: I mean, okay. So as you've seen the movie twice, do you feel the movie got better the second time than when the first time you saw it, or do you feel pretty much the same? Or
2: no, I think it always does because the first time, like, okay, so last night, last night, uh, I obviously I went to see with Kenny and uh, his significant other, my significant other. We went there. And like beforehand, like Kenny will be the first to tell you, I was like nervous as could be. I was just like ready to get
0: it. It was like Christmas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was
2: like Christmas. So I was like, I was just, I got to go see it. Like, I can't wait. Oh, 20 more minutes. I was like Peter Griffin. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, so like we finally get there and like we're watching it and like, you know, the whole movie, I'm, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, uh, what's gonna happen? Like, uh, and I knew, I knew, like, all the major characters. You know, I knew Laura Dern's character. Major, you know, uh, Vice Admiral Holdo. I knew DJ was gonna show up, but I didn't know what, I didn't know what they were gonna be. I knew Rose. I knew Paige. Like, I have an, I have a Paige action figure. What, what's she gonna do? (laughs) And she's, like, dead, like, ten minutes into the movie, you know? Right. Um, so... I'm like, you know, just... I'm like on the edge of my seat for the whole movie. Just waiting to see what happens. Because I, I went in pretty much spoiler-free for the most part. Um, uh-huh. I knew characters. I knew I knew planets and stuff like that. But I didn't know plot. I didn't know what was going to happen. So I was on the edge of my seat. I was excited. I was nervous. And today I was able to go in and I knew everything that was going to happen. So I could just kind of focus like on, on dialogue, on background, that kind of stuff. And it was, to me, it was much better the second time around.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot to, if you think about it, you watch it the first time, there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. A lot of stuff. There is so much stuff going on in this movie that I'm actually just remembering stuff that were in, was in the movie that I completely forgot about. I mean, there, like for instance, like there's the whole scene where they're, they finally realize that they have to escape to uh, the sand planet. What is that planet? Crater uh, crate or something like that? And so Laura so Dern, Hodo's character, takes the ship and puts it in autopilot. Or not autopilot, but she steer, steers it towards the uh, that big ship that Snoke's on or whatever. The and the then supremacy? she goes to light speed. <laughs> yeah, is that what it was? <laughs> yes. But, it, like, I, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. But that scene alone, I think is one of the, the best Star Wars moments I in like, Star I Wars history. I bet that wished
0: that Leia was on that ship that turned around. Yeah, it would I mean, have made things a lot easier.
2: Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, so there's two times, two times in the movie where they could have changed, like the the path of Leia. Uh-huh. There's, there's the the flying Leia scene, and there's
1: well, yeah, I thought I actually thought she was dead after she got blown out of the. Uh, yeah, exactly. That didn't really happen.
2: And then, and then there was flying Leia, um, but then there's also there's also. We could have Vice Admiral Holdo in episode 9, but now we can't because she, she, she... around. killed herself by directing the ship into the thing, which could have been Leia. I mean, right. nobody wants to see Leia die, but, I mean, story-wise,
0: it they, would have made sense, right? It would have made sense.
1: Well, maybe they in were... Hindsight. Maybe it was too late. Maybe they, there's nothing they could do to go back and but uh, yeah it's, but that I mean even even with the fact that Laura Dern's character's dead you gotta admit that scene was pretty awesome yeah I mean it's some good good conversation but like the main crux of the story is you know finding Luke Skywalker and uh, at least of the Force Awakens that's what it was so um, Ray finally finds you know Luke he's basically acting like Yoda at first and doesn't want to train uh, train Ray. so I mean overall did you guys enjoy that it's not action heavy, it's not like an empire where he's moving rocks all the time and stuff like that. But you know, to me personally, I thought it was uh, some of Mark Hamill's best uh, acting in Star Wars to date.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to seeing Luke Skywalker. Like I said, Han Solo was was my favorite of the original trilogy, but obviously, if you're a Star Wars fan, you got to like Luke Skywalker, right? So yeah. I was looking forward to seeing Luke. I was looking forward to. You know, is Luke gonna have the the green lightsaber? Is Luke gonna show up and face off against Kylo Ren? I was looking forward to all of that, um, and I wasn't disappointed with the way it all turned out. I wasn't disappointed with the mm-hmm. ending. Like none of that. I was fine with the way everything played out. Um,
1: yeah, because I thought it was I thought it was interesting. You know, I like the space stuff, um, especially the battles and stuff like that. When it gets into like like, like the slow what they're calling the slowest are. Uh, blockade runner scene or whatever i really like when they went back to like the luke stuff because you know when they start showing the flashbacks of uh kylo ren and stuff like that i'm like of what him and kylo ren how it kind of went down i think was kind of interesting because luke's basically not only has he failed everything that he knew as a jedi but he's basically not in the end he's just flawed he's not a great person he Turned his back on everything. He basically admitted that he fucked up in the end. And that's what I thought was great because it shows that even though Luke is considered this hero, this mythical legend, which is what the movie plays on is mythical legends. And, you know, the idea of this one person can save us. It basically boils down to Luke is just another person with Jedi powers that is basically too scared to live up to helping anybody. You know, he, he ran away, and, you know, that's when the First Order started rising. And he was so scared that uh, Kylo was going to turn into Vader that he basically was going to attempt to kill him and not even try. I'm like, Luke is basically portrayed as that type of character. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not,
2: but, you know. Yeah, no. I mean, I thought, I, I I thought think, it was interesting. I think it comes back to the whole, you know, the Jedi's um, their outlook on everything. You know, it was the same thing with. Obi-Wan Kenobi and you know Obi-Wan Kenobi failed teaching Anakin and then Luke failed with teaching Kylo Ren. Like it's the same flawed Jedi story. You know, and I'm not saying that as a negative. I just think that's that's kind of the Jedi mindset and Luke had that going into it and maybe now he realizes that he's wrong.
1: Yeah, cuz I like how um god
0: Is he is he dead? Though, like, I'm confused. Um, yeah, and, 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 well, no, I, I, I
1: think he's like kind of like, um, if you've seen re, uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi, I think he's like a Force ghost now, because you so, know he used basically, he used so much of the Force to trick Kylo Ren so that he can let the the others escape that he basically consumed himself and became the Force. So excuse
0: so my, my, you know, rookie. Star Wars knowledge. Is there what well, no, well, yeah, he died. Is yes. there is there he precedent died, for no, someone well. to speak or interact with someone that is not with them in other films or books or movies like you know, they're speaking and seeing each other, whether it's Ray and Kylo or Luke and Kylo and they're nowhere near each other. Is there a precedent for this?
2: As far as the Kylo and Ray and then Luke at the end thing goes. No. This is this is the the first in any of the movies for that.
1: Yeah, it's I've fun. never seen them be able to talk to each other. Like, I mean, outside of when Luke, and Leia and Empire Strikes Back were, you know, kind of talking to each other in a sense, but
2: But I mean they were still relatively close. I mean she was in Best Yeah. Game, in no, they weren't like millennia was...
1: or galaxies away from
2: each other, no. Yeah, I mean
0: and and then That's... not
2: seeing each other. They were just kinda of like feeling it, I guess hearing it maybe
0: so the thought yeah. here is that he he died because he just overextended himself to show
1: up well he he finally he basically it boils down to he finally lived up to what he is he finally accepted the fact that he has the ability to become better as just kind of like uses powers to instead of running away being scared he's able to uh, i guess like Combine himself to do something more powerful and more better in the whole. I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: I mean, I've never you been know. a big fan of Luke Skywalker to begin with. I thought in the originals he was kind of immature, um, and maybe he got a little more mature as it went on. And then you know, here he's old, but he's still got—he's very flawed. Go
1: no, so that's that's uh that's the whole point of the, his character in the movie is. He, he thinks he he thinks he had it all figured out, and it turns out he didn't. He's just a normal, flawed human being or whatever they consider themselves in the movies.
2: Yeah, I mean, I That's think that point. goes back to all of us. Like, think back to when you were 19, 20 years old, and you think you had everything figured out. And you knew everything, and, like, everything, you know. I, I, I'm pretty I knew sure. everything. I'm pretty sure you and I both thought, like, we were the smartest people around at that time. I, I still know. do. Well, I'm sure we still are, but everyone around us may not have thought that. And like, it took us, I don't know, maturing, I guess. So I think it's the same thing with Luke. You know, he was immature at 19 years old when Star Wars originally first came out. And he was that whiny, I know everything kind of kid. And, And now, you know, it's years later. And he's now Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, and he still doesn't know everything. But it's kind of where we I mean, find you can ourselves.
1: you can see it in like Ray and Kylo and Poe, and I mean they're showing the same types of attributes where they think they want this specific way, and it doesn't like Luke says it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. And she ends up almost making the same mistakes. And I think in the episode, hopefully in Episode Nine, if J.J. Abrams doesn't mess it up. It'd be interesting to see her kind of go on a different path.
2: Well, let me ask you this: bringing up J.J. Abrams, where does J.J. Abrams go after this movie? I mean,
1: God, if I know, man, because everything they set up in Force Awakens ninety, like they talked about this on different podcasts I listened to, ninety nine percent of it was completed in Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, they literally, it
1: was- they literally, unless unless J.J. goes back to another Death Star or something like that, I mean, who knows what how they're gonna. Yeah, I mean yeah. like where
2: do you go from here? There's there's they killed off like the majority of the uh resistance at this point. There's what like there's enough to fit in the Millennium Falcon and that's about it. Right. And and yeah, can I, mean, I...
1: I I I don't know. I don't have any answers for that cuz it's just there, I, there's I don't can, know. Can that's, can why I bring up... that's why it's that's why that's why it's so how it moves the story forward is I I don't know. Can it's I, interesting, though. it would be interesting to see what they do. I don't think it's going to live up to what Last Jedi did. but.
2: Can I bring up something that I've heard no one else mention at this point? Yeah. The Jedi texts. What about it? The books that were in the tree. Yeah. But they're in a shelf.
1: What, that they were on the Millennium Falcon?
2: Yes! Why is nobody else yeah, yeah. mentioning this? I felt like I was the only one that noticed that. No, because
1: it's like a see it, it and you obvious. miss it type of thing, you know. No, there's a lot it. of people that so you
0: noticed
2: it, yeah, I noticed people, it. Wow, even Kenny noticed it.
1: It was well, no, but I pretty know. clear. It's I don't think I think people are more worried about the humor. You know, you have all the humor in the movie. They think it's out of place, and the whole Snoke thing with him being cut in half. They think you know just for the fact that he was a nobody and he got cut in half. A lot of people have problems with that, and
2: yeah, I was I was really excited talk. by the
1: fact that Yoda was in the movie. So.
2: And but, I've heard like negative comments on the whole Yoda thing. Like it Yoda didn't look good. Yoda didn't
1: I know. I think I think they, it boils down to people just know. want to nice bitch. Big. People people want like a specific type of movie and that's not what they got.
2: Well yeah, I and mean, I think we talked I mean, about it's, that earlier. It's just
1: the way it is. It's just people. that's what happens when it comes to stuff like Star Wars and D C and Marvel. People expect a certain thing and when they don't get that certain thing, you know. They don't like it. They refuse to. They refuse to accept different. They refuse to accept something that they didn't come up with in their mind.
0: I was saying that earlier. Which it, it I mean, I can only them. combine things to or compare things to wrestling because that's where I get my background from. But you know, people that fantasy book or think about you know the way things are going to be. The same thing with here. You know, people sit there and think about things and how they're going to be, and then when they're not that, they're not happy. So, you know, it, it's on them really. It's not on the filmmaker or you know anybody involved it's just more of the person that sat around and thought about how they wanted it to be and it's not that
1: George Lucas literally when he made the prequels he made them for himself he's like if you don't like them that's your own problem I made these movies if you want to watch them watch them if you don't want to watch them don't watch them I mean you I know just... I think I think I think sometimes a little bit with like force awakens I think Disney got a little scared. And so they kind of made it a little safe. I, that was my whole big issue with Force Awakens. It felt a little safe, which is what Last Jedi didn't do. Last Jedi was completely not safe when how it did things, you know, because it was, you know, you killed off a lot of people that they set up in Force Awakens. You, I mean, you basically you killed off Luke, and then this movie for the most part, outside of probably him coming back as a Force ghost, Phasma, but um,
2: Captain Phasma. Oh yeah, fa- well. Phasma, is she
1: even really that important? I mean, she didn't really do anything in any of the movies. No, but I mean, Outside of Fighting Finn,
2: I was just coming up with people we've killed off since that came out in The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. I mean, Phasma Phasma.
1: and, uh, you know, I'm surprised Hulk's made it through the movie.
2: (laughs) He's kind of just a lackey now.
1: Yeah, he's kind of the comic relief. But, I mean, it it is what it is. People are going to get upset by it. People are going to complain about it, you know. People are gonna say this is the worst. This is what happened with Empire. People thought Empire was the worst movie they ever made in the Star Wars when it first came out. And now it's considered one of the best Star Wars movies ever made or best one of the classic movies. I mean, this is gonna be a movie that people have to see several times to kinda you know
2: Yeah, and I think with your original trilogy, people, nothing will ever top the Empire Strikes Back. No matter no matter how many movies come out, no matter how good they are, nothing will ever top the Empire Strikes Back because everybody's stuck in nostalgia and can't get past that.
1: People stuck in uh, the Attitude Era, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, that. no, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't anyway, like that
0: great, I mean, really. Like you go. Well, back no, I mean and... there were there were
1: things that were. I like, as I've gone back, as you know, I'm not the wrestling guy, but I've gone back and watched some fight matches. There's some good stuff there, but there's some good stuff now. I mean, the last table, the uh, last TLC match. Um, oh god, well, there was there was the one match. I remember what it was off but it was really it was really good and there's some really good matches i mean nxt like is probably some of the best wrestling on you know and it's just people want to live in the 80s it's like when they keep rebooting all these tv shows and all these movies you know there's no originality anymore people want to live in the 80s and 90s and it's kind of boring to be honest
2: but i'm pretty sure when when we were younger like i remember like i don't know being a kid being a teenager and like 50s and 60s was the thing you know, now it's like seventies, eighties, nineties. It's right. there's always that nostalgia and people. It's not, always... I mean, it's
1: not a bad thing. I'm not complaining about the fact that the, you know, they'll release something here or there. Like you know, I I know some people that all they want to do is live in the nineties and they wanna live in the eighties and like you know, and then they complain about stuff that comes out now not being good. I'm like, you know,
2: if you give it a chance but the thing is the kids that are growing up right now that are watching the stuff that's coming out now it, it's like people it's like kids that grew up with the prequels love the prequels they would take the prequels over the original trilogy but the people of my generation well, well not necessarily Ow. me but um like the people of my generation they want to see the original trilogy um so I mean it's kind of what you grew up with. I'm sure there's kids right now that are growing up with the sequel trilogy and 20 years from now that's what they're going to love.
0: At this point I'm going to go it. back and I'm going to watch you know I'm going to watch The Last Jedi one or two more times I'm going to enjoy it. I have no issue with it. I'm excited to watch it again, and I'm excited to see where we go from here.
1: Yeah, I agree. If this is if this is where we're headed, I'm perfectly alright with that. I'll probably go back and read some of the books. I mean I, like I said, I have no problem with what they're doing, especially after this movie. You know, I'm pretty sure you guys agree with me on that.
2: I mean, Yeah, I have no issues. I mean, no problems with where it's headed. I think Disney's doing a fine job. I, like Everybody that's complaining about Disney and what they're doing to the Star Wars, I've got no issues with it. I, I love everything that Disney's doing with it.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I do as well. And
2: I'm
0: and excited. They're ready to
1: own everything else, so it'll be just, a good time to work at Disney, I guess. But just,
0: just watching all this, like I'm excited. I will go through and eventually, hopefully, even before the next time we do the next podcast, I'll have read a little more. I'll have watched a little more, so I'll have a little more knowledge. And then as we go forward, just have a little more knowledge about each thing. That way, I can contribute a little more.
2: Well, I mean, I think what we need to do, just just so we can get Kenny on board with this, is assign some homework every. Uh, <laughs> Every podcast. Yes, Kenny. I, mean, I, I, I agree
1: with that one hundred percent. Kenny, like we're gonna be
0: I begged for homework. It was awesome.
2: Nick, Nick, <laughs> where are you at too? Like Clone Wars, Rebels. What do you mean?
1: Like, do, you do watch I watch it? any of it? Yeah. Uh no, I mean I watch little I watched some of the Clone Wars stuff, but with TV, when it comes to T V shows, it's sometimes hard for me to get into shows. I should probably go back and watch like so, the full Rebels and Clone Wars. Um I just so, I don't know. I've been I've been busy, so a lot of times it's hard to go
2: back and just watch stuff that. So I think that's what we need to do. Then is we need like I, I put in our on our show notes about um, like a media review s- segment, and I think that's what we need to do is like uh, assign some homework for the next show, and like this show we talked about the Last Jedi. Next show we need to talk about something else, another movie. You know, I don't know. Maybe we go. Chronicles. Yeah, I would like to. First six delve episodes, into that, the first uh, season, uh, of...
1: time top forty thing that you were telling us about.
2: Yeah, like we never even got to that, but the USA did a top forty character. Oh yeah, yeah. We definitely need to get to I that mean, at some point because they were so off. No,
1: yeah, I can imagine. But uh, all right, yeah, I think that's a good good place to good place to end. I mean, we've been uh, we've I mean, we could talk for like three hours on Last Jedi just on how much dense material there is in it, but. I'm we pretty sure you don't want to time. sit for three hours listening to us babble on about Last Jedi. So
2: Yeah, I really
0: kind but, um, of thought uh, 30 minutes was enough for yeah, us. But already. we still have more time to get into this as we move forward.
1: Yeah, gotta, uh, I mean, we
0: have plenty yeah. of time. So,
1: But anyways, you know, thank you, everyone, for listening to our first episode. I hope you uh, enjoyed listening to us uh, go back and forth. So, Kenny, Ryan, thank you so much. Right, thank uh, you. Kenny, if anybody thank wants you. to uh, contact you, how do they get a hold of you?
0: They can get hold of me on Twitter at American Ricky at American Ricky.
1: So where can they find you at Brian?
2: They can find me on Twitter at R I P R A D K E. That's at Rip Radke.
1: All right. You can find me at big shadow one, one, three, eight. But uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Kenny. Thank I hope you. you guys enjoy. You have a great day and we will ask uh, We'll see you soon. Sounds good.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: Princess. We have a visitor. We
0: picked up something outside the base of Zone 12 moving east. Wait. There's something very weak coming through. It's metal.